Welcome back to the Who Cares Podcast. It's Lyndon. And Peyton. And uh, today, for the drink, I have Orange Prime. And let me tell you guys, it's pretty gas. But all the other pla- all the other flavors, complete garbage. Like, literally, get them off the shelves. Every single one of them, but Orange. And you'll be, you'll be doing good things. Peyton, what's your drink today? Actually, I feel like I betrayed the audience. I do not have a bang tonight. How dare uh, you? I, I didn't make time to go and get one. But instead, I have a glass of iced peppermint tea. Iced? Not even hot? Nope, not hot. Why? Because it's really good that way. No, I didn't feel... Okay, like, I hate peppermint, but I feel like peppermint tea would be a lot better if it was hot. See, I, I actually don't like it hot. I prefer my nice. Why? Like, because what's like what's the... Cold, what's No, no. And then mint. Okay. Because mint's already cold, but I feel like having a hot beverage with a minty aftertaste would be refreshing. But why prefer a cold drink with a even colder aftertaste? Because I like the cold. I like the cold too, but we're talking about drinks, not temperature. Yeah, and like, you know, it, it, it feels more refreshing, you know? I mean, I guess At I can... Least for me. I guess I can see that. But, you yeah. know, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I start... I don't, you, don't you talk over me. I'll, I'll, I'll edit you out of the podcast. <laughs> oh, you're going to edit out half the podcast? Dude, no. <laughs> the, the listeners, the listeners will only, will only hear like 30 minutes of just me talking and then there's 30 minutes where I cut out every single bit of your audio. Just mute the audio but leave the time in there. I'll just mute you in Discord and then so like no no, here's how I'll do it. I'll um so whenever through like the audio system, I will like mute your audio coming through. But I'll still hear you. So it'll just literally be a one-sided conversation and everyone will think I'm having a schizophrenic episode. Eight. Hey, yeah, which uh, it's a yeah, thanks everyone for the support on the last episodes. We've been getting a lot of viewers actually. I'm pretty, I'm pretty proud of it. Yeah, I'm super excited for it. Yeah, I mean, you know, like we always say, like you know, this is my this is this was my dream of starting a podcast and everything, and it's been really nice to know that people are listening and hopefully yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, hope, hopefully. I mean, you know, we do have a few uh, continual listeners. Shout out to Patrick. What's up, Patrick? But, um, and then, you know, we always, we're always getting, you know, I know that, you know, people all around the world are listening to this ep- to this podcast, actually. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a few friends that I've shared it to, and hopefully they've shared it to some of their friends. Yeah, I think we got some listeners in, like, Romania and... Um, you know, all over the U.S. I think Britain, maybe. I'm not sure if any of my British friends have listened to it, but maybe. Ah, uh, well. Oh, nice. Thanks for the support, guys. But let's get right into it. Uh, Will Smith slapped the living hell out of Chris Rock at the Oscars yeah. last night. Yeah. I have seen. I don't know a lot about it because I don't watch the Oscars, but I've seen the video. Okay, so 
I want to dive into this because this, this, this whole thing. People was like, people are they're saying, is it sketched? Is it fake? I think it is not fake. I mean, have you seen one of the like close up pictures of it? It looked like he was bracing for it. Yeah, I mean, like I seen because like he was leaning in or something. Like I don't know what he expected, but I'll tell you something that. Um, I think, I think what it was is I think Jada was doing her classic Will Smith manipulation. Yeah. And I think she made him do that because in the, uh, before, like before clip, as Chris Rock is saying the joke, Will Smith is laughing hysterically. He thinks, he thinks it's a funny joke. And he looks over at Jada. Jada is not laughing and his face immediately goes from ha ha to serious mode Mm -hmm. but i don't and like i understand that you know wife says a joke or girlfriend says a joke you think it's funny they don't think it's funny you have to immediately think oh it's not funny you know we've all been one we've all been in those situations where something happens that you think it's funny and you look around and no one else thinks it's funny so you have to like immediately switch up yeah that's what that's what happens yeah. yeah yeah Yeah, so that's what happened. I think he's like as soon as he saw that Jada wasn't laughing, he had to switch up from that. And but I don't understand why he had. I feel I don't understand why he went up there. Why he went yeah, up Chris Rock and slapped him? I'm not gonna cause, like I have because I've seen a lot of like um, slapping like championships and stuff on YouTube, mm-hmm. where like you know. You know, na- national championships of you know slapping. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Will Smith actually had a good slap, and you can see the print it left on Chris Rock's face. Yeah, he took it like a champ, though. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna discourage that. He, yeah, like, he was, he, he took Chris, that, he took it like a champ. Yeah, Chris Rock, like it. It, from what I've seen, and again, I've only seen the clips of it that have been in like memes and stuff like that. It looked like it barely phased the guy. I mean, like as much as you know, getting slapped would. But oh man, he was he was stu- he was stuttering a little bit and like kind of he was shook after that happened. Well, yeah, and I I, I just don't understand like where it, I don't understand where it came from because Will Smith was laughing. And then he just slaps Chris Rock. And he's like, don't ever talk about my wife. No, don't ever joke about her. And Chris was like, trust me, I won't. <laughs> I, mean, I won't you know, talk about your wife anymore. I mean, you know, I, I personally invite Will Smith to come smack me in the face. Why? Uh, because I think it would be funny. And I also know how to fake it and make like pretend like I'm a soccer player and pretend I'm injured and get like a huge fucking settlement out of it. Well, dude, I, uh, well, I saw on Twitter today that, um, like they were doing an investigation and then Will Smith came out with an apology and I actually, I actually, um, have it up. Let me go over to the tab. I, I just saw it on, uh, I think it was Twitter. Okay, so here's here's what he wrote. Oh, this is on, uh, 
This was on Instagram. Violence in all of its forms is poisonous and destructive. My behavior at last night's Academy Awards was unacceptable and inexcusable. Jokes at my exp- jokes at my expense are a part of the job, but a joke about Jada's medical condition was too much for me to bear. And I reacted emotionally. I would like to publicly apologize to you, Chris. I was out of line and I was wrong. I am embarrassed and my actions were not... I don't know how to say that word. I am Ill- I'm illiterate. In- indecisive? Of the man I... I don't know. Of the man I want to be, there is no place for violence in a world of love and kindness. I also would like to apologize to the Academy, the producers of the show... The attendees and everyone watching around the world. I would like to apologize to the Williams family and my King Richard family. I deeply regret my behavior has stained and what has been an otherwise gorgeous journey for all of us. I am a, I am a work in progress. Sincerely, Will. He posted that six hours ago. And, dude, I... Okay. So, going off of that, like, that doesn't seem, that doesn't seem faked. But it, it literally makes no sense. Well, I mean, like, if why, you make why a lot of people are thinking he did that is because the Oscars are dying. Barely anyone watches them anymore. You're not so wrong. They, the theory is that oh, they decided to stir up a little drama at the Oscars this year, so more people would be interested. Because I mean, like you know, the oh. thought is. A lot of more people are going to watch it next year if there's a possibility of watching a celebrity get slapped in the face. Without a doubt, dude, I I I think I think that the Oscars are probably going to jump. Like the, the, their numbers are going to jump skyrocket from that alone. Well, yeah. Double, quadruple. And even if this year wasn't fabricated, like people are saying, they'll definitely fabricate one. In a few years, or even next year, maybe. Dude, I've been I've been seeing all the memes. That's like Chris Rock versus Will Smith at WrestleMania 39. <laughs> and I'm just I'm down for it, man. But it wouldn't surprise me that uh, WrestleMania, like you know, WWE, would do something like that. Literally, they have uh, Johnny Knoxville fighting uh, Sami Zayn. And oh. and I I know I know you don't you're not up to you know I know you're not really up in touch with wrestling, but you know Johnny Knoxville though. Well, yeah, everyone knows Johnny Knoxville, but I never understood. I know, like, I it's kind of sad whenever something that I grew up watching is so dead that they have to get a tier celebrities to come and cut promos and fight wrestlers at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I grew up watching wrestling, but I kind of got out of it. Uh, I I loved it. Like I played all the games and stuff. But you have that. you have like and then people are making jokes. They're like Rock versus Chris. Uh, dude, you know what? You Rock get versus Kevin Hart. I want to see that. No, no, no. Okay, that no, that'd be awesome. You get Chris Rock. You get Chris Rock and The Rock. Versus yes. Will Smith and I don't even know. There's no Wills in wrestling, or there's no Smiths in wrestling. I don't think there's a Smith. 
But you know, I don't just follow it so I couldn't tell you. I know the rocks versus get rock to get rock to beef with someone again, and then have him well on Chris Rock's team, and then have have Chris Rock and Will Smith start in the ring, yes. and have a wrestling match. That that yes. I I would pay for that. Watch like two celebrities who aren't fighters beat the shit out of one another. Well, wrestling, WWE is somewhat staged. Yeah. Like, they actually do what they're doing, but it's all. It's choreographed and. Well, it's on the fly. Yeah. Like, you know, they they communicate to each other on. In the ring, but everything they do is, you know, off, off top of the head. The only thing they, the only thing they know is they know how they're going to win and who wins. Yeah. So. I like improv. <laughs> it kind of it it kind of is improv. You have you have a start, you have a finish. You know how you're gonna finish, but you just have to get there. Yeah. So I mean, you got you have people. It's like, oh well, if it's like a. If it's like a tables, ladders, and chairs match, you know, you you work with the tables and the chairs and the ladders. Or if it's a singles, you know, you you work with, uh, you know, depending on what the person is, how the wrestler is, you work with high air, you know, aerobatic, uh, moves, or you work with, you know, cool submissions or stuff like that. There's high energy, and I, it. Wrestling is no joke. Like it's, I feel like anyone who's a wrestler has one of the coolest jobs in the world. Oh yeah, that that is an awesome job. It's a very physical job, and literally, uh, like, like so many people, you get you get hurt. You can get hurt so easily doing stuff like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, you know, when you're getting the shit knocked out of you. Well, dude, literally, uh. Like just like I, I as I gotten older, I started watching like behind the scenes stuff for for wrestling. And there's so many times where I'll see a wrestler like be like, "Oh yeah, well we were supposed to do this match this way," and you know I screwed up <laughs> really badly. And because like um, you, you, are you familiar with, with uh, Edge? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so his very first match in WWE. He accidentally knocked the guy out two minutes in, and he was—I think he was supposed to lose the match. Yeah. So he won it, and he was like, "Well, it's only up from here." <laughs> and 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 uh, you have a there's a really good, there's a really iconic wrestling match. It's a Kurt Angle versus uh, Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. 20 something or maybe in the night no it's 20 something 23 i don't know but the end of the match was uh it was brock lesnar was supposed to do a shooting star off the top rope which is a uh, he jumps off and does a backflip okay and uh, i don't know if you're i don't know if you're familiar with brock lesnar but this dude's huge the name sounds familiar, but I don't think I know him. Uh, well, he's he was in the UFC and stuff like that, and he was he was a NCAA wrestling champion in his college okay. years. But this dude is yoked, 
And in his okay. earlier years of wrestling, he could do that shooting star. So they wanted to do it. And he completely missed Kurt Angle. <laughs> and flawed. Like, he almost broke his neck on the mat. And it literally took them three minutes for him to get up, like fully, like where he could like function properly. And him with, and he hit her ankle with his finishing move, and then he won the match. But it goes to show just like how, um, like physical and in uh, oh, what's the word? You think about uh, it's not like something can go unplanned, very quickly can go uh, south, <sighs> unpredictable. Yes, that's the word. Yeah, it's very everything's very unpredictable when wrestling comes, and that's part of the magic too. Is you got to think about it. Whenever, whenever I used to watch wrestling matches, ugh, tired. You think you? I would always be like, "Oh, this person's gonna win, and this person's gonna win," because you you can kind of tell the way the match is set up who's gonna win. And what what always amazed me though, even when I was younger, because I knew wrestling was fake, is. Um, they're actually like they're actually putting on a show for you. As you're as you're sitting there and you're watching, um, you know you can kind of tell, um, you know who's gonna win in the beginning just by how the match was set up and everything. But yeah. you're watching two people actually just improv an entire match, basically. Like you said, I, the yeah yeah I mean. It's it's definitely an art form for them. I mean, it's very physically demanding, like you said. And it, that would take a lot of mental power too to remember, like, okay, this is what has to happen. Well, do cause, well. They kind of uh, the rest the refs help them. Yeah. But like, literally, um, literally, they're like before they have the match, they're set down, they're briefed, and they're told their time limit, how the match. Uh, how the match is supposed to end, and you and you always have a heel character and a babyface character. So you have you have someone that's more hated by the crowd and someone who's more liked by the crowd. It's how it's how you build story arcs. So if you have you know if you're building a, a if you're building if you're building a heel story arc for a character, you have you want the crowd hating you. Yeah. When you come out, it's boo. You know that's why you do. That's why you 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 like do like kind of like uh, Jesus. The words are out. Of, the words are out of my mind. Kind of backstabby stuff. You know, you do sketchy stuff. You sneak around and you attack him from behind, or you screw him over. Or, you know, like the the baby face is over or something like that. And then even like, yeah. and then if you're building like a baby face uh, arc, you have a character line that's set up to where you get the crowd to like you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people like heels, even though they're, they try to, to not be liked. And sometimes people who try to be liked don't get liked at all. Yeah. Sometimes whenever people try to make them like you, like, Oh, you're supposed to root for this guy. It makes them less likable. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the best thing about, uh, wrestlers is, it's literally an acting job. You have to create that character for the for the wrestling universe. Whether you're in, uh, I don't know if they even have TNA anymore, but like TNA or AEW or uh, WWE, because that's the only 
three. That's the three big ones that I know of. But I don't know if TNA is a brand anymore. anymore. Yeah, but AEW is on the rise, and the thing is, they're actually getting a bunch of wrestlers from WWE. Yeah, I I didn't have much experience with the outside of WWE. Uh, like I said, when I was little, I like I not followed it, but watched it. Like yeah, I had. You know the old THQ games that were uh, the wrestling ones? Yeah, and they were awesome. Yeah, I had 2006, 2007, and I think 2008. Dude, those and were... I played those games religiously. Those were the prime. And that's the one thing, too. WWE came out with some of the best uh, video games. Yeah, like especially during that time. Uh, it was like during that stage in their marketing where like they were like half of the wrestling was like a reality TV show too. You remember that? Oh yeah. Yeah, that was an interesting time. They, and like their games were just so good back on like the PS2 and the Xbox 360 and stuff like that. And then the newer games just completely trashed. I, I remember doing the build, like the build a wrestler feature. Oh, dude. The, and just creating the most fucked up shit I could. Um, Moist, Moist Critical on uh, YouTube, he does, every single year a game the game comes out, he does a little short series and creates like, uh, like really messed up characters and then goes through like the My Hero um, mode. And this year for 2022, he created E. coli. (laughs) (laughs) It's this giant green. It's this giant. I'll send it to you after this. He he creates this giant, huge green, like, abomination and puts, like, a bunch of, like, sparkly. Like, it doesn't look like E. coli at all. But he does a... He does a lot of stuff with that. And, like, that's the fun of it, too, is you can create these really outrageous characters or you can create like a really serious character and you can like customize the uh the entrance and the intro music and you know your name your attire for in ring and out out of the ring it's just it's crazy yeah i i forget which year it was i remember one of the guys i made I don't remember his name, but I remember I put like his height, like his build, all the way up. Just, <laughs> just a giant dude. Yeah, he was a fucking giant. And then I put him in a uh, American flag, like a leotard, American flag boxing gloves, and an American flag top hat. <laughs> it's him. It's 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 America. Uh, it's it's Mister. It's him, Uncle Sam. It's just, it's just, it's just, yeah, it's him, it's Uncle Sam. He was so fun to play. Those games, those games were honestly really fun to play. I, I wish that I had, like, I could go back and re-experience those old 2006, 2007, 2008. Those were, like, the prime of it, because you had, you had create a hero, like, create a, like, a character, like a wrestler, and you had, like, the my GM mode. And yeah, oh, like I remember, I think it was the 2007 one. Like, you could have a you could do the career mode, 
Yeah, and you and, could manage the you could manage the shows. Yeah, and the soundtrack was banger. Dude, I'm like, they always have the greatest soundtracks. Like the wrestlers' theme songs, always amazing. The sh- like the sh- the um, the show, like whenever they, they used to have a for Raw, they used to have Nickelback. Yeah. Uh, the one I remember playing, and I don't remember exactly which which year it was. I want to say it was 2007, but they had a... I don't know if this is the actual name of the song, but you'll probably get it from what I said. It's the one that uh, Bullet with a Name on it. No, not... I don't think that's the actual name of the song. Yeah. But, the, like... Man, this is digging up some memories. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I remember that song. That song was a banger. They they always had uh, some of the characters too. Had some of the like most like you would get up and you'd get hype whenever you hear their music. Like the Rocks, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Uh, Undertaker always had banging, especially during like the late '90s, early 2000s. Like the Undertaker yeah. with the with the like the American Badass with the motorcycle and stuff. Oh, I, dude! I was a, I've always been a big guy, and like I remember the hype feeling, like whenever Big Show would come on. Dude, Big Show, Big Show yeah. was back in the Attitude Era. He was awesome. That's the era that I was talking about. I didn't know what it was called. I knew it had some kind of name like that. Yes, yeah, the, the Attitude Era. And then you had the PG Era. And then you have whatever they have going on now. I honestly can't tell you. Yeah, the, the Attitude Era was the era that I grew up in. Uh, Attitude Era, I wish I would have grown up in I wish I would have grown up in it. It was awesome. Yeah, that was towards the end. I think it was towards the end of it where they started going like really like reality TV show kind of bullshit. But there's there's nothing wrong with building a good story. Oh no, not at all. But they have to. They like I, I was more. Yeah, I was more. I was more into like I just want to see someone get hit with a steel chair, dude. Right. Like some of the and dude. Like there were there were some stunts that was just like and like Jeff Hardy, Shade McMahon, uh, the Dudley uh, brothers. You had uh, yep. Edge and Christian, D Generation X. Yeah, dude, D Generation X had seven year old me saying if you saying suck it to my grandma. With all doing the X to my crotch, oh my god, dude, that was so fun. And then I found out I, my mom yelled at me because I did that to my grandma, and she, <laughs> my mom was my mom like I didn't know what that meant, but like my mom said that was really bad, so I stopped doing it. Yeah. To my grandma, like I, I was doing it all around. I was doing it all day, every day, baby. My teachers suck it. <laughs> Classmates suck it. Do that, but dude, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, man, but like I was, I was a follower. Yeah. One of my actual, like my actual favorite one. Like you know, I just said, I I got really hyped when like the Big Show came on, but my favorite one was Undertaker. Dude, Undertaker was Undertaker was awesome. My favorite character actually 
was a uh, CM Punk. He was a little. He was late. He was later. At, he was after the Attitude Era. But um, he was like the only he once he left WWE. That was the last time I watched it because, like, really watched it because he cut the best promos and I literally, I don't know, I don't know if they were fake or real because like he would talk so much crap about the company itself that I just never knew. I never knew like, like what, what was going on with him. But he had some great matches, dude. Oh, yeah, he did. Uh, I, I actually went to a WWE event once. I went. Uh, and I saw, I saw him in person. I went to one when I was really, really young, but I really don't even remember it. Yeah, I, I was young, too. Like, this is whenever I was still into it. But my mom has a story about it, and she will talk about it anytime you bring up wrestling. CM Punk winked at her, she said. Now, do I believe it was directly at her? Probably not. I'm going to let her believe that, though. Could it have been, like, someone around her? Probably. Or even just in the general direction. It probably was his general direction. That That's what I want to think, but I'm not going to tell my mom otherwise. Just break your mom's heart. No. I love my mama too much to do that. Hmm. My mom never really liked uh, wrestling. My mom actually used to watch wrestling with me, but she would literally, like, little, little Lyndon would, was sitting there, and I'd be like, oh, that's Randy Orton, that's Triple H, that's Batista, that's John Cena. Mom would be like, oh my god, those guys are freaking hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, and, mom, and, and, that's, that's why my mom tolerated me watching wrestling. And dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I was like, yeah, they're like they're built, and that like that was like big inspiration for me starting to work out and stuff when I was younger. Is I go, I've always wanted to look like them. I wanted to look like dude. I wanted to look like Randy Orton in his prime. Oh yeah, the you know WWE physique. Oh dude, they all have you know they're all built, shredded. Even the fat yeah, dudes. Even the fat guys are built. Oh yeah, they got like that strong man body. Dude, the strong man body be hitting different. It is the ideal male form. I mean, if you if you I mean, I don't think humans are supposed to be 400 pounds. No, but you know. But if you can deadlift 500 kilograms, or half a ton off off the floor at four hundred pounds. That's that's like the human body knows what it's doing. Yeah. And those people and those people, you know, those wrestlers that have to, you know, get that built for see, like they're doing like flips in the air and you know, like they're putting on quite a show. They're running around. They're taking hits and they're you know punching it it's crazy yeah, they, they were in excellent shape they had to be yep well not the big guys the big guys were just big yeah i remember circling back to the uh the play old playstation games of them i remember i would play as the big show in a lot of them or one of them let you play as entree the giant because it like had some like legends in it Rest in peace, Andre Giant. Yeah. 
And I, if I would play them, I would always pick my like opponent to be like the smallest people because <laughs> I just found it funny. Just pick Rey Mysterio with the big show and just throw him around. Yeah, it was just the funniest thing. I always played. Uh, I mean, I always, I always, uh, always had like the longest matches because I would never want it to end because I'd be like throwing them around the ring and I'd go outside and grab weapons. And I remember in 2007, there was a secret to where you could knock them over one of the rails and go to like a secret, uh, like outside the barricades area in, in the stadium. Yeah, and then there was like a part, and you could like have matches in the parking lot, and uh, like there was a there's so dude. I remember one of them. I don't. Even, I think it was 2007 too. You could have like like there was like a bunch of ambulance ambulances and fire trucks and stuff, and you could actually climb on top of the ambulance. I think in the parking lot one, it had a Vince McMahon's Cadillac that he had with the uh, steer horns on it. Oh, is that the one that uh? Is that the one that was filled with cement? I don't know, but I I remember you able to like hit your opponent off of them or hit them with it or something like that. The game is crazy, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was. And then I remember like a lot of matches wouldn't let you use weapons because you know it's you're not allowed to. So I remember before I would go get them, I would you would knock knock out the ref, dude. I would knock out the ref, grab a weapon, beat the shit out of the opponent, and then toss him on the ground. <laughs> and then because of the AI, they would pick it up just as the ref was waking up, so he'd be disqualified. That's no fun, though. Oh, it was fun just to beat the shit out of him with a weapon. You have to, uh... You have to, uh... I always played, like, you know, the, the no DQ or extreme rolls or ladder matches yeah. or TLC or... Um, so the crazy match was like the, the, the fire, remember the fire ring match? Oh, yes. You had, you had to light your, you had to light your, your opponent on fire. Dude, that was, that was crazy. The berry, the bear, the casket match. Some of my favorites were like Hell in the Cell. Oh, dude, for, dude, Hell in the Cell, Illumination Chamber, uh, Steel Cage. Yeah. The WWE literally for the longest time was one of the greatest entertainment companies in the world. Yeah, they fell off though. They did. Like, they, and they're still okay, but like they, they fell off. The only thing that saves the only thing that saves um WWE is WrestleMania. WrestleMania. Re- having WrestleMania as like a trademark thing is the only reason why they're still as high as they are because literally everything else piggybacks off of WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. But nowadays, they just throw people around, don't do anything with anybody, and they create these stupid storylines and whatnot. Literally, like yeah, I said. I- like I said, Sami Zayn's fighting Johnny Knoxville. Where'd that come from? Yeah, just, just like, it, while I enjoy watching Johnny Knoxville get hurt, it does not seem like that's his uh, Forte. area. Yeah. yeah. 
I don't think Johnny Knoxville can wrestle. No offense to Johnny Knoxville, but... Like, I'm all for watching a guy get the shit beat out of him, but at least, like, put up some kind of resistance. Like, dude, like, it... it, it they, they literally did this with, with Jackass characters. Because uh, back in the early 2000s, Steve-O and someone else went on. And they got thrown around by Umaga. Oh, I forgot about him. Dude, Umaga was horrifying. Some Hawaiian freaking tiki man. So was going to come and eat you. Oh my god, do you remember the boogeyman? Oh, the guy who fucking ate worms? Dude, he he actually would eat worms on camera. Yeah, that's that was messed up, but I do remember him. I loved the, bo- the boogeyman. The boogeyman was amazing. He kind of scared me, but he, he more excited me than scared me. As a kid, he freaked me out. Cause, cause I'm, he's like, cause he always sang, he always carried that freaking clock around them, and he's like, I'm the boogeyman, and I'm coming to get ya, and he's, he would smash that clock over his head, dude, he, this has become the wrestling podcast. I don't think we expected this episode to be a wrestling one, but here we are. No, I didn't know. I didn't know you shared the same, you know, kind kind of the same love for wrestling as I did back in the day. Yeah, as a kid, yeah, I loved it, dude. I'd be doing. I don't really follow it, but like, dude, I'd be do- I'd be hitting RKOs on my brothers in the pool or something. And I remember when they were really young, I'd do pile drivers on them. See, I didn't have siblings whenever, like, I was interested in wrestling, so I didn't have, uh, people to subject that to. Dude, I don't know how many choke slams I hit my brothers with. <laughs> Attitude adjustments. Dude, so much. Okay, of... out of nowhere. Dude, uh, whenever, whenever you hit your... When, whenever you hit somebody with a suplex... <laughs> just grab them and whop oh my dude it's awesome they literally literally every single game before a show aired anything it always had do not try at home no one was listening to that dude oh no do you know how many backyard wrestling things there were oh a ton of them I'll, okay, I I I need to show you this sometime, and everyone listening should also go watch this. CZW. That sounds familiar. I will tell you that that is un it's uncensored hardcore wrestling, like hardcore in the sense of I watched I once watched a guy get a hyper like he got like a hypodermal needle. Through one cheek and out the other. Oh. Dude, they use glass, they use barbed wire, they use thumbtacks, they use staple guns. Oh, that is rough. I will I have to watch this with you sometime. Yeah. It is crazy. Like there is so oh. much blood in all these matches. I would hate to be the guy that has to clean up all that blood. 
I hate to be the guy that's losing the blood. Oh, that's true, too. I would, like, <laughs> literally, how much are they getting paid to, like, literally, I'm not lying to you, a guy got a needle through one cheek and out the other. I bet they have, like, blood transfusions on standby. I don't understand it, dude. Like, I remember, I remember one, they had, like, a bed of nails. Oh. And, like, um, shoot. Sounds like you could accidentally kill someone pretty easy. Dude, I don't know how. There was this one time, I, like, there was this one match, I remember, it was, like, a bunch of, like, these wooden, like, little tiny, um, like, wooden stakes. And some guy, like, put it on another wrestler's uh, forehead and smacked it, and it stuck in his head. Oh. Like, I'm not, like, probably 36 of these little tiny sticks of wood that, like... Spikes. Yeah, just got smacked into his head. Oh. I, I, I encourage anyone, CZW on YouTube, I don't know if they still have it. Watch, I'm going I'm to look it up real quick, just to make sure, because I imagine... Uh, I wonder how much they got paid for all that. I don't know. CZW. Oh yeah, they they literally just they literally came out with a they oh oh they literally came out with a uh. Let's see. I think the latest video was three weeks ago. Yep. Now that's a wrestling video game I'd play again. <laughs> CZW needs to come out with a video game. Uh, I want to kill somebody in the CZW wrestling game. Yeah, it's like Mortal Kombat, but you don't have to kill them. You know what? Get Chris Rock and Will Smith to fight at CZW. I strongly agree. I, I want to see Chris Rock and Will Smith beat each other with light bulbs, uh, barbed wire, like baseball bats, pits of glass, and stuff. Please. Throw hy throwing hypodermic needles at one another. Yeah, and of course, they, ha they have to be used needles, so. Oh, naturally. Make it a little spicy. guy to like give like not give you used needles but like let you poke them so they count as used needles just have a homeless guy as, as a referee dude give him a job oh yeah it's, see it, it's beating the shit out of people for good I'm looking up uh, I'm looking up the CZW salary yeah, I need to know if I need to drop my life plans. No, okay, you're not gonna like this. I heard okay. CZW. Uh, CZW oh. is a its net worth is about a hundred thousand. Oh. And they and they earn about sixteen thousand a year. Oh, yeah, not dropping my life plans for that. Yeah. Nope, but I bet if you put Chris Rock and Will Smith on there, it uh, it it make them get a lot more. Well, that, that okay, no, no, no. 
That's just their airing. So oh, that's not that's okay. not counting for house shows, sponsorships, everything. But how much okay. does a how much does a wrestler make? Hopefully enough to at least cover the blood transfusions. Tape. I heard someone. Okay, this is a Q and A. CZW wrestler said. Okay, so apparently CZW stands for Combat Zone Wrestling. Makes sense. Oh, that does make sense. Oh, hey guys. Combat Zone Wrestling. That has a ring to it. I, I see why they picked it. No, dude. For every match they do, they make about seventy dollars and fifty cents. What seventy dollars and fifty cents? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> they are beating themselves up over a lot less than I would. Dude, what is the tournament of death? <laughs> tournament of death, <laughs> dude. CZW is. Cage of Cage of Death, Tournament of Death, Combat oh, Zone, death. Combat Zone Wrestling's nearly deathmatch tournament features the use of fire, <laughs> weed whackers, weed whackers, what the hell, light tubes and other weapons. Previous winners include. <laughs> <laughs> Previous winners of the Tournament of Death include <laughs> Wife Beater <laughs> Wife Beater He won Tournament of Death 1 and 3 Nick Mondo Tournament of Death 2 Necro Butcher Tournament of Death 4 Nick Gage Tournament of Death 5 and Tournament of Death versus Gorefest. Drake Youngster, Brain Damage, John Jimmy Havoc, and John Zandig. Nice. Oh, roll back, roll back. Gorefest? Yeah, I don't know what Gorefest is. I'm kind of... Kind of I am interested in, like, a morbid way. I don't know. Um... What's their weapons? Weed whackers, apparently. They have... What? I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out... I'm trying to figure out what kind of weapons they use on the regular. Okay, okay. It probably says it somewhere there on the internet. I don't I don't know man but this is crazy they have a they have three championships so three championships oh, no 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 they have a lot more one oh wait no they have three championships. The World Heavyweight Championship, the Tag Team Championship, and the CZW Wired Championship. Okay. 
Wait, a, du- a, d- a dude went to WWE from this company? No way. Why would why would you choose to go from the WWE to that? No, no, he went from from this. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah. So he was doing that and then went to the WWE. That makes more sense. I want to know what kind of weapons they use. CZW weapons. This will be interesting to see. These. Okay, these. Tur- okay, this is the. This is the CZW Tournament of Death Wikipedia. These tournaments include a typical hardcore weapons used in deathmatch wrestling, as, such as barbed wire, nails, thumbtacks, fire, tables, ladders, and light tubes, and are known for all and all are known for their large amounts of blood loss. Yeah. I want to. I want to know. Tubes. What do you mean, like the big, like fluorescent light bulbs? Yeah. Those do are not fun to be to be hit with. Oh no. We're gonna have to watch some of these. Oh yeah, sometime. Yeah. This is just. This is crazy, and. I literally did not. I didn't expect. I didn't expect this to uh, go on. But I. Uh, you have any other? You have any other topics to talk about or? Uh. None that I can think of at the moment, really. I mean, I got like a, I got a few things, but like kind of like personal things, you know. Like I just ran a half marathon. That's kind of cool. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, but like it's not. How did that go? It's all right, but like you can't really. You can't really. You know, it is a tonal shift going from us talking about wrestling to to anything. You, know, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't talk about, uh, you can't talk about, you know, weed whackers and needles and barbed wire blood matches. To so, uh, I heard you, uh, heard you start a new diet or something. Yeah, it is a bit of tonal whiplash. I I think I think we have to end it here. Like this, probably this this uh, is the this. I already got a great title for the episode. Oh yeah. Yeah, Will uh Will Smith versus Chris Rock and CZW. Oh yes. <laughs> well, if you guys enjoy the episode, uh, consider you know sharing it with your friends and. So leaving us a good review on Spotify and saving, you know, downloading the podcast on whatever you're listening to. Uh, anything else, Peyton? No, that's all I can think of. Thank you guys for listening. All right. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Go out and be great. <laughs>